John Felix Reyes is a father, husband, and creative entrepreneur for the last 10 years. He's built many businesses. Along his path, he's learned that it's never about the destination, but the journey itself. From hitting rock bottom to going straight to the top, transforming his life through personal development, spirituality, and hard work. John's passion for love and life is something that can't be ignored. Welcome, John Reyes. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome, John. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. Great morning to you, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. And can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me okay? Yes, you sound really good. Um, I was just going to ask you, did you get a good night's sleep last night? Actually, I did. I did stay up a little later, but uh, I still woke up feeling fantastic. (laughs) Wonderful. I noticed you posted on your YouTube four hours ago. Does that mean you wake up really early, John? No, actually, I scheduled that one. Uh, because I was tired of waking up early to do that myself. <laughs> Isn't it nice to have those tools, those features there? Yeah, I love it. I don't take advantage of it enough, but I think sleep is way more valuable than trying to sacrifice you know, the little things for it. Well, really quick, John, um, I know that we have talked about sleep in the past with our conscious creators and how important it is. It's one of our priorities in this year to get more sleep in. Um, How many hours do you get to sleep? Just curious. I think optimal sleep is probably seven to eight hours for me, uh, depending on the workload and kids and all that stuff. Uh, If I'm under six hours of sleep, I'm kind of a crank. So (laughs) I've learned I need to get at least seven, uh, seven to eight to be optimal. Well, what time does that mean? Do you regularly get up about? So I think in a perfect scenario, getting up at 5 (laughs) a.m. is is optimal. Uh, I did that for for the beginning of the year and then kind of slowly like retracted, I think, um, as, as things came up. But, um, you know, getting getting up at a getting up before the kids is ideal uh, just so you can you know get a little bit of housework done. But once they're up, it's, you know, you're off to the races. So between five and five and seven are like the hours I wake up. I I just. I need as much sleep as you do, and I am extremely miserable. And <laughs> it sleep is just is so important for us to heal our brains, and it's so important. Um, you said these kids. How many kids do you have? So I have two boys. One is two, and the other one is four. And they're uh, they're a handful, but they're the best things that ever happened to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. I have two boys as well. I'm just wondering now, do you still skateboard? You know, I do skateboard with the kiddos. Uh, we have a longboard and we'll, we'll cruise up and down the streets. They love it. Um, as I've gotten older over the years, definitely a lot more prone to inter- injury. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot more cautious about it, but definitely something we, we all enjoy still as a family. 
Oh, good. Well, I was wondering when you were younger doing it, did you wear a helmet? Uh, not all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would wear a helmet if I went to a skate park, like bands, where you're required to. But most of the time, no, I would just eat it on the floor. I did order shin pads one time to protect my shins from getting bruised. And, mm -hmm. I, and I, I didn't want to share it with anybody. I didn't want to let anybody know that I was wearing that underneath my jeans because I'm pretty sure I'd get made fun of, but it was a lifesaver. You know, it's so funny how people have that uh, preconceived notion that you're a nerd if you wear all this protective gear, but in, in reality, they're very smart. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no no doubt. I think, um, I think it definitely has to do with how you're perceived and how, you know, the like our kids wear helmets and they're happy with it they're they're super excited to wear them um i think it's when you start to implant different meanings of what that means to be you know to wear protective gear like you're not cool or you don't fit in i think that's where it could it could you know it could be toxic absolutely i i just know that um i have my experience with skateboard riding and i never wore a helmet because it wasn't I'm, geez, I'm a couple decades older than you. So it wasn't even something we even thought about, nor seat belts or anything. And so it's like suddenly these helmets, but what a great idea to wear a helmet when you're skateboarding or riding your horse. Um, geez, the last time I was riding my horse, I even grabbed my uh, bike helmet and I put it on and I didn't care because I wanted to be protective because when you're out there on the you know, road, um, you're out on a trail and the bikes are now using the same trail as you are as a horseback rider, um, that horse will spook mm -hmm. and shoot, there you go. And thank God for even wearing a bike helmet, you know, at that time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Without a doubt. I think, especially if you're riding a horse, it could be very, very unpredictable. I think when you're putting yourself in danger or not danger, but at, at risk for anything, I think it's safety first, right? Um, <laughs> Even, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty forgetful and careless. I'll have my wife remind me to like, you know, I'll forget to, to put the seatbelt on on the kids. I'm like, oh, then my kids will remind me to do that. So uh, it's nice to have a reminder because uh, I'm always just go, go, go. Sometimes I, I forget, but yeah, absolutely, I agree. I'm so glad that she reminds you. I remind John, John, John with an H, that's my John, your J-O-N. Mm -hmm. And um, my John, I constantly, he's more of a vigilante. He rather not. And I'm like, really, are you really riding without driving without a seatbelt again? Mm -hmm. So we hear the ding, ding, ding. And he just, I'm like, okay, John, really? You know, but I, I don't get mad. I'm like, can you wear your seatbelt? Yep. You know, it's just simple. Can you wear your seatbelt? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, it, it, I definitely, it's not like a comfort thing. I just forget to do it sometimes. Um, so I, 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 I'm thankful for all the help and reminders that I get around my life to, of course, <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have two boys as well. And my one boy, um, they're eight years apart rather than yours or two years apart. Oh, wow. But the one younger one knew how to jump in his seat and actually put it on himself and like lock it in the little seat deal. And I was like, this is amazing. This little kid's smart. So I loved it. He would just get in his little seat deal. He was only two and he'd just jump in and he'd lock himself in. I'm like, heck yeah, that kid's cool. The other one, no thank you. He was in, he never wanted to wear a seatbelt, never wanted to be in his little deal. And I, oh my God, that was a nightmare. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel your pain. It's the same way I for know. Me. 
Um, well, you know, I, I had so much fun uh, watching your YouTube channel and I, I just think it's wonderful. Can we talk a little bit about all the stuff you've been doing since um, the beginning of this year? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to. Let's start. What did you decide to do this? I mean, I just noticed you're just really just going for it and it's wonderful. I love all of your videos. I love what you've been doing with the conscious creators. And if you'd like to go ahead and just tell me what you're doing, I'd really like to hear about it. Yeah. First off, thank you for just inviting me here to be on your podcast as well as contributing to the conscious creator group, uh, you know, being super active and uh, collaborating with other creators. I mean, that's the whole purpose of why I, I started in the first place. Um, and it's, it's really amazing to see um, you know, new relationships being formed because that's something that I value in my life and I, I love seeing other people get value in that way too. But um, but yeah, uh, basically, long story short, last year was a really rough year for me. Uh, we, we had gone through a lot of transitions as a family as well as a business. And I personally was taking on so much stuff um, in the pursuit of money and what I found out from doing that was I was just hitting burnout uh, very, very often. So I would get depressed, I would get uh, really anxious, I would get irritable, and I would get unmotivated because uh, I would just kind of work my, myself to the bone and then realize that I wasn't really being fulfilled by it. And after kind of coming to terms with that, I had to um, basically just kind of say no to the things that weren't serving me and weren't serving my heart and my soul uh, and something that I've always wanted to do has been back of my mind for so many years was creating content that I actually enjoy creating uh, not for the pursuit of money of any of any type of pursuit but mainly just uh, for my own fulfillment and joy and the moment I, I just kind of decided that's what I'm going to do this year is I'm going to express myself uh, for myself and my needs and uh, create time for that versus kind of putting that as a second priority versus a, a top priority for me. And uh, the response has been great. I think it's um, it requires a lot of discipline to to manage both your personal life, your business life, as well as your own, you know, I wouldn't call it side projects, but own, your own personal fulfillment as well. So uh, doing that has taught me to be extremely critical with my time and my schedule. And uh, in order to make all those things happen without getting burnt out, we have to be extremely organized, uh, at least more organized than I was last year. So uh, yeah, it's been great. And um, I thank you for being part of it. Oh, absolutely. And it's like a perfect, it's perfect what you just said. You're basically going after something you enjoy and you're doing something you enjoy and you're putting it out there and therefore you're attracting the people. Um, it's something you're enjoying. It's not so hard pressed chasing that almighty dollar. And guess what? When you open up and you soften and you relax into you as a person and um, are able to show your true authentic self out there, you're then opening up a whole opportunity of people um, that can actually glean from your God-given talent. And with that being said, you will be abundantly, richly rewarded, whether it is um, monetarily or spiritually, no matter what, your whole self will be fulfilled rather than just perhaps your pocketbook. 
And I know you know, and I I know for a fact, people that are very wealthy. There are so many that are so empty. And、um, they may have a ton of money, but they could be extremely miserable human beings because they haven't found that. And I'm so happy, you one third of your way. I believe that life is about a hundred years, and maybe a little bit more than that. I'd love to get at least a hundred and ten. That'd be wonderful.、Mm-hmm. But you're at your prime. You're at your one third. You're working now into your second third. And what an amazing time for you to realize that. And now to be able to spring from there, with these two young children and your wife, and that's just fantastic.、Uh, how many years have you guys been married now, you and Joanne? So we've been married five years. That's good. <laughs> that's good.、Five、yeah,、years. that's good. known each other for seven.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's been a huge part of my growth spiritually,、uh, personally. Business without her, she she literally changed my life.、Um, she had met me at my my lowest point,、uh, and when everyone had left, you know who I thought were my friends, she was the only one who stuck around, and she endured a lot of, I would say, pain and suffering through that process. But she was just so committed to to me and us, and helping us、uh, just grow together. And the things that we were able to build and push through and conquer through、uh, is, to me, something that I'm so proud of.、Uh, we had gone through multiple downsizings of a company, got through kids, we've gone through, you know, having no money to, you know, so many different homes. Like, it's been a wild journey for us. And I know, you know, from this year, it's like you said, choosing my authentic self over the pursuit of of money. Has been so much more fulfilling, and I'm and I'm seeing you know God and the universe provide in so many different ways that I never imagined. You know, we're always just.、Um, it seemed like it was always、uh, you know like a like it was fleeting、uh, because I was trying so hard. But now that it's been it's it's felt a lot more effortless now that I'm choosing this path over the previous one. So, yeah, it's been it's wild. Marriage is is its own. Challenge, but it has.、Um, it's been amazing once you're able to to dig deeper and solve some of the, the problems that are underlying. I think that's been a big theme for us this year. She's your lioness. You're the lion, and you know,、um, I just think that's amazing because we women are.、Uh, you know, they they talk about feminist and all this, and I don't. I don't like how that feminist movement has been. I think the ultimate femininity is truly、um, being that what God intended, and we are、uh, your. We are man. We are woman, and we are. You found,、uh, you know, he finds his rib. Basically, you found your rib in her, and you two have gleaned and become together. You guys have、uh, become this power couple that has been able to endure. Somewhat like when you put, remember glass blowers at,、uh, let's say, Knott's Berry Farm. Do you remember going to Knott's Berry Farm when you were little? Of course, yeah. Do you remember the glass blowing area there? Yeah, I'm okay. And do you remember when he would stick that deal in there, and then he'd pull it out, and he'd blow on it, and then he'd get this amazing, beautiful, perhaps horse and carriage, 
or a little seal or a dolphin and all because he's putting it into that fire mm-hmm. so you so you so to speak what you just said have gone through that fire to come out like this amazing amazing glass piece of art and i think that you know yes it is a uh, a glass because it is could be shattered you know so it's so important you take good care of that piece of art you know and in some of your videos that i was able to watch i i love the vulnerability i love the fact and i love the the um Oh my gosh, you're so much fun because you've got so much uh to give out there and um the excitement but then your vulnerability and um in some of your other videos and talking about your uh I love the fact you're putting out that you don't need to drink. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, it's sober the sober mind you can do so much more than even the drunk mind mm-hmm. or the mind that's mood um like uh altered, you know. by a substance. So I just I just think it's really really great what you're doing. Can we talk a little bit about not uh, I mean surrendering and not drinking? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um I'm so happy to hear uh I don't know if you know this about me but I um uh, haven't drank for I'm working on my 5th year. Oh wow, congratulations. That's amazing. I I feel very good about it and I know you're one almost one year in and I think it's just just spent you know what i mean to be that sober person for um just for yourself number 1 um and then to truly take in the emotions you're raw that first year big time because i don't know about you but i would dumb myself or mm. numb myself and um regardless but then i wasn't getting anywhere mm. so it seemed like i was just um I don't know about you but I was just doing things that procrastinating mm-hmm. and not able and then getting more angry with myself. So, um I'm just so happy that I made that choice just before I turned 50. I was 49 at the time. I said, "No way, my second half, no way. I am not going to do that to myself. This is my my body, this is my soul, my mind and my health and I'm going to take control of this because it's a gift." of this life that we're living. So therefore, I wasn't about to go in to my 50s this next half of life that way. So I wanted to be completely sober regardless of how many emotions I was going to get hit with. Um I was just going to feel it raw and um I don't know, how do you feel about being sober dealing with life? Yeah, no, well, congratulations. I think that's something to be super proud of and I'm Thank sure you. you've seen amazing growth. um internally spiritually physically from that th- those five years and i'm sure because of your sobriety being able to actually probably channel that energy and put it into other productive things and i think that's um that's beautiful uh I, yeah I, i i can relate 100% i struggled with addiction um i i i never really considered myself an addict but i realized i had a very addictive personality uh i started very young um smoking smoking weed smoking cigarettes and drinking and once i realized the the power and i guess the um the <laughs> you know i was a very shy kid so when i when i discovered drinking i was i opened up to this completely different version of john that was confident that was funny that was all these things and people liked me and uh and not realizing that all those values and and qualities already existed in me but i would use alcohol as a crutch to leverage um that creativity that funniness that sociability 
and then it became a problem when it became an everyday thing or every weekend thing and um always kind of looking forward to that like you said as an escape and i think when you when you start to treat alcohol or any type of substance as an escape is when you've got to really take a step back and reflect at, at the decisions you're making because that would make a lot of excuses especially and that was one of the biggest problems in our relationship was the um you know i, I couldn't be trusted going out uh just having one drink i would i would go from zero to a million and uh there was no stopping me and the consequences of that were so painful uh not just for myself and my body but uh in my relationship and, and those around me and so you know, I just saw alcohol as this thing that, you know, it, it's a very, what's the word, um, you know, it comes and goes, it, it's not, it's not lasting. And the, when I had gone through a really painful experience last year, um, and hitting a really low, you know, that, that like the worst hangover I've ever had, and then missing my family. <laughs> The moment where I realized, wow, like the love of a family, having children, having something stable to come home to, drinking is just not worth it. Like this, this short-term enjoyment and desire is is gone in an instant, and then you have nothing left. And it's like I would choose. I I decided to choose my family and that over any type of substance moving forward, and that was the the last straw for me. Oh, wow. Congrats. Thank you. I'm so glad. Thank you for sharing so openly about this because so many people need to know um, you're not alone. You know, this is so prevalent and it that um, smoking weed from the beginning, that is the gateway drug, even though they're legalizing it here in California. Um, pretty much. I, I don't know. It, it, did you know about um, smoking weed? If you happen to have perhaps a mental health issue, it will um, five times faster manifest. So perhaps you may have a mental health in your family and it may be there underlying in your personality or something. Uh, it could manifest that quickly, uh, five times faster once you uh, smoke weed. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know that like directly, but I mean, I, I, I definitely have anxiety. And so every time I would, I would smoke, I would get way more anxious. And I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> it's right. Not helping me at all. <laughs> it's, it's adding upon the, uh, the worst part of what you don't want to feel, you exactly. know, and so many people, Hey, it's cool, whatever. And so many people are doing it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a bummer. I, I have two, my boys and I have a daughter and they're all eight years apart. And um, I would have to say each of them, the boys, uh, started when they were 15, um, perhaps the younger one a little younger. And it's just a, a tragedy for both of my boys. Um, one bad thing after another because of the choices, the life's choices that they've decided to go down because of the addictive personality in that gene. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just opened up to other very um, hardcore drugs. And then, of course, then lawlessness and of course incarceration and then of course sobriety for a short period of time but then back to the whole uh, it's a it's a vicious cycle until you uh un unlock it and you truly like you said that experience you had that was so um 
literally sobering for you and you realized raw you're just raw emotion you 100% opened it up and said no more this is ridiculous and i guess that's considered rock bottom mm-hmm. and um the only way up is just making those decisions that you're going to make a change you know Absolutely. so i know i it's just it's a shame because i was thinking about my daughter her name's natalie and you know she, a lot of the kids are are smoking weed now and she's like mom i'm a good girl i'm a good girl you know and i i always think and i'm thinking well you know your brothers this is where they went and you know they're right there right up front and personal you know you get you get a birds you, you have such a family connection here to not uh go there but everybody uh, you're individual and it's free will mm-hmm. so everybody gets to decide what they want to do for themselves you know so i'm just so happy that you made that choice to to pick your family over the the fun and i was thinking about the alcohol when you were talking and i it's a it's a depressant mm-hmm. people don't even realize that they oh this is so much fun and ah you know and we're crazy and whatever but in all reality it's a depressant mm-hmm. yeah and um how how awful that we are speeding up our anxiety and also bringing on our depression uh, depression so mm-hmm. what a drag yeah i mean the the consequences it's a vicious cycle like you said and and thank you so much for sharing you know your personal life and how addiction and alcoholism uh, or abuse has you know affected you and uh i think it's you know it's it's the soul has to learn you know and 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 sometimes we play a support role in in helping others grow and sometimes we are the one to learn the lesson and if we don't learn the lesson then we're just going to con- continue to repeat um the same mistakes until we do and not that that's good or bad it's just the process of of evolution and i've learned from myself that i kept hitting the same wall every single time um in my relationship and my own mind and at some point i was just fed up but you know i would say i was fortunate enough because i have much more accountability and responsibility and if i didn't have that then i probably wouldn't have changed to be honest and mm-hmm. being a father has taught me so much about being responsible or being accountable so at the end of the day it's like i can't imagine my life without my children nowadays but mm-hmm. you know living a very selfish hedonistic lifestyle it's like i have no one to care for but myself and it's very easy to get lost there because no one's telling you no no you can't do something but mm-hmm. um because i'm such a i'm so such an addict i've had to learn to focus that energy into productive things like um and that's not always the fun it's not fun <laughs> the beginning no. is not fun <laughs> no it's not it's discipline and yeah. it's work and but you know you you seem so incredibly full and when i look when i look at your videos and i've seen what you have created so far i am so enamored and happy that you're putting it out there and the exciting thing is look at we wouldn't have even had this conversation had you not created the group the conscious creators and i really appreciate it would you like to talk a little bit about that i understand uh it's like a school and <laughs> groups are being forming out of groups and do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah absolutely and i and i agree with you and i think we it's serving its purpose of uh creating collaborations among different creators and people who who enjoy working with other people 
Um, the purpose of Conscious Creators really is just a community of, of like-minded individuals who are, you know, heart-focused, uh, who are conscious, who are constantly trying to improve themselves, uh, who also, you know, work in the, the creative field. And, and it's allowed me to connect with other people who think and feel the same way. Because I think for even the last five years working within the video production space, I've always felt alone. I've always felt like there, I know there's people out there who think and act like me, but I, they weren't in my circle. <laughs> and I just wanted to bring people together because one thing that I really enjoyed about video production were the, the actors. Um, when I'm around other creative people, I come alive and I feel, I just full, I feel full of energy. And, um, you know, business isn't always filled with those people. <laughs> and so uh, I just decided to create it for myself. And we're at 107 members now. And that's something I'm really proud of. And uh, it's something I'm just allowing the, uh, I'm just seeing where it goes from here. I don't have a very strong agenda in terms of where I can lead it, but I really just want it to be a place for people to, to connect and create opportunity for each other. And I think that's already been accomplished. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy about that. I know. And I was, I'm always bringing you back to your YouTube uh, channel and I hope more people will subscribe to yours and mine as well, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, but the beauty is uh, when you did that monkey acting. Yes. <laughs> with, with, with your fun actress. What is her name again? She's, she's lovely. Her name is Jillian. Yeah. She's great. She's, she's awesome. so great. <laughs> yeah. She's a pro. <laughs> I really loved too the one where you, um, knock on the door and you're uh 2023 police yeah and you're saying hello it's a new year yeah <laughs> she's been sleeping for 30 minutes yep. 30 days she's been sleeping i just think that is that's her right is that, that is her yeah 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 super cute so funny you guys are super cute but um i i really really appreciate your time um i'd also had a couple more questions and it's just off the cuff um about your piano do you do you have one yet do you have a keyboard piano uh no i don't why why do you ask because in one of your comments you said you'd like to learn uh the piano am i am i wrong or right yeah actually i've always wanted to learn piano um i was born pretty musical but mm -hmm. i never got formal lessons growing up it wasn't something that i you know i've been formally taught but i can pick mm -hmm. it up but you know if i had all the free time i would love to learn piano Wonderful. There's a beautiful, um, his name is Eric Levine, Levine mm. or you could say Levan. And if you look him up, he's on Wikipedia, but he's right there in Anaheim Hills. And he is amazing. A piano teacher, uh, basically just check him out. He is someone my daughter and I have both went to. Uh, I happen to have that in common with you as well. I basically love the piano and every place I've had a piano, but I just haven't really just gone there completely. It's my daughter can fly on the piano and she does a beautiful job. But when I sit down, I'm reading the music and it just hasn't yet clicked. Mm. Kind of like with my Spanish, I've gone through all those years and I just can't click it. It just hasn't quite come out perfectly just to be able to talk fluently with someone. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at with my piano. I'm just almost there, mm. but I have to push through. But I guess I just want to encourage you to perhaps look into that because um, doing something you love and once 
you know, you are musical, I think, and you're super talented. I would love to fan your flame and to see if you can get perhaps a little keyboard or something um, to just start. And it's, uh, you could even self-teach. There's that adult um, all-in-one type of a book and sit down and start looking at it. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate the encouragement. It's definitely something I haven't really thought of, but yeah, no, I I, I think that's, that that might be on my Christmas list this year. Oh, I I know. And it's so much fun. I I had a baby grand. And then when I moved, I had done an upright because I was in a condo situation. Mm -hmm. And then most recently, uh, probably last three years, I'm now in an 800 square foot, beautiful little cottage, raised foundation, gorgeous 1950s home, but obviously no room for an upright, no room for a baby grand. So we ended up getting this amazing little keyboard slash, uh, it's an electric piano and it's just fantastic because it's mid-century modern, the style, and it just looks so cute. So it's a piece of furniture as well. So you can find that rather than just a keyboard. Sometimes they aren't that pretty, mm-hmm. you know, in your, in your, when you're decorating your home, but these are just ideas. So I'm going to fan your flame. I want, you know, maybe Christmas or birthday or whenever. When is your birthday? Uh, birthday is October 13. So my Perfect. wife's, my wife's family or my, my in-laws, they have, uh, is it a baby grand? They, they have, they have a, a really nice piano. It's a grand piano. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, I'm just waiting for that to be passed on to us uh, when we have space for it. But Uh, Oh, my gosh, yes. But um, in the meantime, see if you can grab something so you can start learning how to play. So once you sit down and you tickle those ivories, you'll be extra great. (laughs) And you can romance Joanne. That would be so beautiful. (laughs) I know. I'm still working on that, the, the whole romancing thing. I don't know if that's really ever clicked, just like your Spanish still working on that oh you can click just watch that pretty woman where he's with julia roberts and she's sitting on the piano and he just is starting to play um i could just see the two of you in the next video maybe you guys can do something like that that sounds hilarious Uh, i'll definitely take note of that and uh, maybe use it as inspiration (laughs) Well, is there anything else that you'd like to share here on That's What I'm Talking About? You've been such a delight. I I really appreciate you just opening up and just putting it out there. Um, It's just nice, nice to talk to you. Likewise, Kelly. Uh, I'll just say I think it's been a pleasure for me to, to kind of hear your voice, hear a little bit more of your story and your background and what you have to offer this world. Um... And I think what you're doing is amazing and it sounds very authentic and fulfilling for you. And I'm just happy to be uh, a guest in, in, in your life. So thank you so much for, for sharing everything you did and uh, obviously supporting me in my journey. So thank you so much. Real quick, do you want to come on back? Sure. Yeah, I would love to. Okay, let's do a couple months and let's see where we're at in 60 days. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. Well, you two, all four of you just have an amazing uh, Lent season's coming up here, almost Easter time. So perhaps after uh, after Easter, we can check in with each other. Sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm okay. looking forward to it. Okay. May God bless you guys. You too, Kelly. Thank you so okay. much. Thank you, John. Bye. Bye-bye. John Felix Reyes. What a pleasure talking with John Felix Reyes today on That's What I'm Talking About. 
I just love the fact that he's cho- he's choosing an authentic self, his authentic self over the pursuit of money. And he's solving underlying issues. That way he can move forward with a joy-filled life. I got so much out of this interview. I sure hope you do too, because that's what I am talking about.